is going on beautiful people welcome to another episode of the narcissist code i'm your favorite self-aware narcissist mr lee hammock better known as mental illness across all social media platforms if this is your first time seeing my face or hearing my voice i'm a diagnosed narcissist and i use my platform on social media to raise awareness for npd get more people into therapy and also validate the victims and survivors of said disorder today's episode is going to be about inside triggers aka the dog whistles the narcissist and toxic people and you know non-narcissistic people use these as well so if you're unfamiliar of what an inside trigger is aka a dog whistle it's something that triggers you that nobody else might get somebody else might not get triggered by it's a dog whistle you know how like how you you know you hear a lot of people a lot of people say this in politics like they call it racist dog whistles and things like that. A dog whistle is a term or a phrase or a trigger that you know just triggers particularly you know particular sets of people. Or if you're dealing with a narcissist, it's something that a narcissist knows that would only trigger you. It's an inside like an inside joke. Instead, it's an inside trigger. Like let's just say, and that only you can hear. Like if you blow a dog whistle, only a dog can hear it. Right. That whistle is that whistle is made for specific people, just like that trigger is. So let's just say one of your triggers is um, orange, orange, orange soda right here. Kel, who loves orange soda? Kel loves orange soda. <laughs> I do, I do, I do. <laughs> that's that th- throwback right there. If you don't, if you don't, you're too young. If you're, you're too young for this channel. If you if you just hear that right there, you don't know what that, that reference is for. But. Let's just say you have a you don't like orange soda. Orange soda triggers you, right? So a narcissist always is giving you orange soda. Like that you act like you at a party or out at a bar or something like that. You at a group setting, a celebration or something like that. And guess what? The narcissist like, hey, can you bring me a drink, honey? Guess what? The narcissist brings you back orange soda. They keep they continuously do this all the time. Set you and they triggers you. You like orange soda. Now your mood is ruined. Now you know they're messing with you on purpose. Hey, honey, uh, why are you not drinking the drink? I went up and got you. And it sets you off. It doesn't have to be orange soda. That's a you know very bad reference. But it could be anything else. It could be your mom. It could be your dad. It could be something in your past. Inside triggers are intentionally meant to trigger you. And narcissists like to trigger people on purpose. Because you hear this. If you follow me, you've been following me for a while. One of my sayings is that if I can trigger you, I can't control you. So if a narcissist, sometimes a narcissist triggers you on purpose just to make sure that they still have some type of control over you. Just to make sure that they, hey, I still got it. I can still trigger them whenever I want to. Hey, I st- it still works. The trigger, like me triggering them on purpose, still works. I still, they, they, they still, I still have this power over this person because they, I, they still allow me to trigger them. Now I keep telling people, you're controlling your reactions to a narcissist is, you know, you, you, it's one of your best forms of defense. Because if you get triggered in public, let's say let's say they perform one of these dog whistles in public, one of these inside triggers in public. They blow on the dog whistle and try to trigger you on purpose in public. And you react out of character. You start screaming and yelling at somebody else that looks calm, cool, and collected. Now, let's just say they trigger you, and now you're screaming at them. Now you're yelling at them. Now you're fussing and fighting and arguing and things like that. So y'all are going back and forth, right? Y'all are going back and forth, arguing and stuff like that. No, no, y'all ain't even going back and forth. They're just looking at everybody looking at you making a scene. Like, you're yelling, screaming, making a scene, and they're still that cold, calm, and collected. So now you look like the aggressor. Now, sometimes you look, quote-unquote, crazy. 
You look like a crazy person. So now your reputation in this group might have took a little, uh, take a setback because you couldn't control yourself around. You couldn't control your rea- your reactions. So if I tell people all the time, your reactions are your power. Your reactions and how you react to a narcissist is one of your forms of power that you have over a narcissistic person. That's why I tell people. I know it's easier said than done. I know it is because narcissists, if one trigger doesn't work, they'll move on to the next trigger. If that trigger doesn't work, they'll move on to the next trigger. If that dog whistle doesn't work, they'll move on. They'll keep trying to trigger you until something works. They'll come, they'll go in their bag, their, their book bag of triggers. Look, they'll go in their, uh, they'll go in their bag of triggers right here. Do like this, like, hmm, hmm, hmm. This, tr- this, this trigger work. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. No. Dig dig. This trigger work right here? No. I'm trying. You're working hard today. What about this trigger? No. Hmm. Oh, I got the trigger right here for you. Remember that? Remember the time you uh, unalived our baby? Boom! Got you. Got you. Now you like what? Sorry about that, y'all. I know this is a trigger, but like now, so now they bring up unaliving uh, a, a baby, a, a, a smush motion. It rhymes with smush motion. You know what I mean? Now guess what? If you're a woman, you're triggered. You know, if you did, if you're a woman in a situation, you might be triggered. If you're a man, and they just say, "Remember the time you had me? You had me do that. You forced me to do that." Now you're triggered. Now you're super triggered. Now you react out of character. Boom, got you. Now guess what? That trigger goes to the top of the trigger book bag. Now they know it works. They know that trigger works. Controlling your reactions, controlling your emotions around narcissistic people. Give. I'm just telling y'all, it does give you the power because some people like when a narcissist. There's like a lot of narcissistic people don't like themselves internally. They don't like how we don't like how we feel. We don't like how we perceive the world. We don't like how we act and things like that. Sometimes we don't even like how we look, you know. So if you're dealing with a narcissist that's struggling like that to get to that point right there, you have to understand that when you do it, when you're doing that, that person is going to like instead instead of trying to fix themselves or work on themselves, they're going to take it out on you. The people closest to a narcissist or toxic person are going to get treated the worst because you're the closest person to that narcissist. You're the closest person to that toxic person, so they're going to take it out on you. The anger, frustration of their lives is going to be taken taken out on you. You now become the target. Now I can't control I can't control anything in my life right now. But you know what I can control? The people closest to me. Trigger. You're gonna trigger the wife. You're gonna trigger the husband. You're gonna trigger the kids. You're gonna take it out on them. You're gonna take your anger and frustration out. On you, if I say, a lot of times narcissistic narcissistic people are attacking the people closest to them because we can't control our own lives. We don't feel like we are where we are, where we want to be in life, and it hurts and it sucks and it drives us crazy a lot of times. That's why I tell people all the time now. I keep, I'm sorry, y'all. I know I keep repeating this, but literally, controlling your trigger, controlling the things that trigger you around this person gives you a some semblance of power. Breaking out, screaming, yelling, attacking them, crying, and things like that. They make you, like I said, to, to some people know what's going on. But to strangers in the situation, like if you're in a public setting, you might look you might look crazy. Let's just say somebody starts recording, hey, they, hey, 
this couple is over there arguing, and this uh, one person looks crazy as hell, and the other person is sitting there calm. Wow, I wish I could be like the calm person because I cannot take like wow, wow, wow. Not knowing about the backstory of what happened, they triggered you on purpose. Now you're yelling and screaming in the restaurant. They triggered you on purpose. Now you're yelling and screaming at a wedding. They triggered you on purpose. Now you're le- yelling and screaming at a kid's birthday party. It's always going to be something like it's going. Sometimes it's not a, in a public setting. Sometimes this can just be at home, and they'll pull, pull out their phone and record you. They'll whip out that phone, record you, make it, make you look like the aggressor, and set everything in motion. They got you there. Controlling your reactions is controlling your power. It is. But, Lee, how do we control our reactions? Sometimes it just takes slowing yourself down and understanding what they're trying to do. Read into the point. Respond. Don't react. Reactions get you in trouble. Responding to gives you the power. So if they say something about, you know, some, some kind of terrible incident that happened that triggers you, Instead of just being like, you just attacking me, blah, 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 and take your time, understand, like, now, they must they must really not be happy in their life to try to bring me down for no, absolutely no reason. This is not about me. This is actually about them. Say that to yourself. This is not about me. This is actually about them. This is not me. This is not about me. This is actually about them. This is not me. This is actually about them and how they feel about themselves internally. This is them projecting their internal sadness and anger and hatred at the world onto me because I'm the closest person to this person. And that person is jealous of how I live my life. That person wishes they could be in control of themselves like I'm in control of myself. Boom, you got it. You just took your power back. It's easier said than done. It is. It really is. Mm. Sorry, I had to take a swig right there. Uh, But yeah. Don't get it, like I said, this is what I tell people. Don't get into it. Like, if you decide that, I know people are going to ask, what, what should I do? What should I do? I can't tell you what to do, y'all. A lot of people come in and slide into my comment section. It's like, Lee, it's kind of messed up, man, that you tell everybody on here to leave their narcissistic party, but your wife stayed. Why should she stay? Should she leave you? Boop, 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 boop. Y'all, I don't tell people to leave unless they get their asses beat. You have to make the decision to leave on your own. I tell people all the time that, hey, look, if you decide to stay in this relationship, you have to pretty much accept this person for who they are and control how you respond to this person. This is who you. This is who they are. This is who they are. You can't let them trigger you. You can't let them control you. This is who they are right here. This is your acceptance. Are you, do you, are you okay with this behavior for possibly the rest of your life? If so, cool. Do you. If not, make a plan and time to go. Some people was like, I would rather be with this person and uh, uh, unhappy than be alone. Yikes. And that right there is the po- is poisonous to society nowadays because people are so afraid to be alone that they would rather be in a toxic-ass, un- uh, like unloving, uncaring relationship. At least I have a person that's cheating on me and treating me terribly. At least I have somebody. I've heard people say that before. People tell me that, I, like, oh, my boyfriend is just like this. Or my girlfriend is just like this. Oh, my God. Like, what the hell? I would say to them, I was like, look, you know you don't, that doesn't have to be your fiancé, right? You know that, that that doesn't have to be your spouse. You don't have to get married to that person, right? But then people respond to me. It's like, well, at least I'll have somebody. At least I'll be married. At least I'll be engaged. Wow. We So many people are so broken before they get into these relationships that you make yourself perfect targets and vulnerable as hell to narcissistic people. Like, that's why I say, if you are coming out of a toxic situation, a toxic household or whatever you were raised by toxic parents, you need to heal before you start dating because you're going to get into a toxic ass relationship and you're going to think it's going to feel like home. Heal first. Narcissistic people heal with other people. They try to use other people to make themselves feel better about themselves. Whereas non-narcissistic people heal on your own. You can self-soothe. You can heal on your own. 
narcissistic people, it they use we use other people. We hop into relationships very, very quickly. We do that type of stuff right there. You need to heal on your own because things that trigger you in your household will be used against you. Don't and like here. I'm gonna I'm 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 wrap it up with this, y'all. Stop sharing the things. Stop sharing the things that trigger you on your first, second, third dates. Stop sharing your triggers with people. You just giving people. You give. It's like you giving somebody the the detonator to your. You got TNT. You got some dynamite in your purse or in your pocket. And you're getting them the detonator. Right? Here's the detonator just in case you need it right here. That's exactly what you're doing when you're telling people what you've been through. You're, you're sharing your early trauma with them. Don't do that. Make them earn. Make people earn your information. Anyway, y'all, i got a set of one-on-ones I have to hop on. So I'll be here in the next few minutes. Like and subscribe. Turn on those notifications. Mental illness is out. Peace. And my podcast is welcome back. Solo, solo, solo vid. Thank you so much, y'all. I really, truly appreciate every single one of y'all. I, I, I'm super thankful for y'all. I, I say this all the time, but I really, really am. You know? The podcast is doing very well. Um, I, I love it. Thank y'all so much. I really, really do. 391 ratings. Yay, 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 yay. On Apple Music. Apple Podcasts. Yay. I hear, my, hear me say, yay. What is going on with my thing? Yeah. Thank y'all so much, y'all. I really, truly appreciate y'all. Like and subscribe for more. Uh, mental illness is out. Peace. Yay. Solid episode.